Welcome to the Win Daily Podcast. My name is Phil Nason. They also call me Fantasy Phil and Cash with Flash. He's Nick Brettwish. We're here to talk Monday Night Football. Maybe we'll even talk about the best things we like about Mondays. Maybe. But more importantly, Nick is here and he cashed in big again last week or this weekend. Fantastic outing. Good job, man. Thank you, sir. Yes, Jimmy Garoppolo, my boy, Emmanuel Sanders, George Kittle, and Michael Thomas. It was all in the Cash Game article. I played them in GPPs as well. If you listen to the live stream yesterday, I was all about those guys, and I think collective ownership on that four-man stack was like forty per, or thirty-five percent because Garoppolo is like one, Sanders was zero point something, Kittle was like ten, and then I had I think like twenty-five percent or fifteen to twenty percent on Michael Thomas and most of my GPPs, but. I thought he'd be way lower than that regardless. But, uh, yeah, he should have been 35 40% owned, and no one played him. So it was awesome. A really good day. And even the sample lineup in the cash game article I do, I always make like a little dummy lineup on on my thoughts on Wednesday or Thursday and kind of where I'm leaning in that lineup went off for 160 points too. So that would have cashed in your double up. So I hope everybody did well. We got a lot of screenshots yesterday. So it was a, a very fun week. It's fun when you write something and it comes out right. You know, yeah, I, 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 look, had, I look smart for a day there. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I did a basketball piece Friday for Javi, who was away this weekend. And, and it, I entered that lineup. I always enter. If I write a DFS piece, I always write that, enter that lineup. Mm-hmm. Because you should. I mean, you're touting it. You might as well play it at least. And, and that did really well. I was really thrilled. People were writing to me saying, wow, you should do more of these. I said, well, you know, I'm the content director, so I do a little bit of everything now. But I haven't done a football one. Maybe I will. But this Monday night football game, let's be, I'm going to be real honest here. I, I don't care who wins this game. I might not even watch it. I mean, who wants to watch the Giants and the Eagles on a Monday night other than Giants and Eagles fans, of course? I have to watch this game, unfortunately, because I am up by six points in my main season-long league. I have Saquon Barkley, and he's got Caden Smith and Philly D. So it's going to be very close. I need Eli to have a good game and not turn the ball over four times because that's going to be um, very very nerve-wracking. I'm not, not happy about the situation I'm in. I had a good week in that league, but a couple guys dropped out for me. It was, uh, it's going to be nerve-wracking. I bet. You know, I had a bye this week in my fantasy league. I, I finished first in my league for the regular season, so I had a bye the first week, and then we have two more weeks of this stuff. So I'm kind of fired up for this week, I hope anyway. You know, I hope Le'Veon Bell is healthy. But this game here, you talk about turnovers. The Eagles turned the ball over quite a bit, and, and I think a contrarian play tonight, if you're playing over at uh, or wherever they allow defense, I guess that would be DraftKings. Uh, I would probably look to play the Giants. That'd be really? sneaky. No one's going to play them, yeah. You're definitely... No one's going to play them. They're it, cheap, too. 2800 on DraftKings, all right. Exactly. I mean, if you're going to go contrarian on this slate, because it's pretty tough, you got you know who you're going to go with, right? This is week 14 of the season, for goodness sakes. We all know what's going to happen, probably. But I have a feeling Carson Wentz is going to throw a couple of uh, interceptions tonight and maybe fumble the ball. It's going to be very wet there today. Um, There's not a lot of wind, but it's going to be raining. It's raining there now in Philly, and it's going to be raining throughout the day and throughout this game. So keep that in mind. That's no good. That's no good, but it's good for Saquon Barkley. I hope. (laughs) It's going to have to be. I sure hope it is. You know, Saquon Barkley does better. When Eli Manning is the quarterback, did you know that? 
Yeah, I actually I was trying to give myself some false hope that Saquon can finally go for 20 because I've been waiting on him all year. The injuries obviously didn't help, but he averages like 8.8 yards per carry against Philly. And I think like uh, I wrote it down, I think it's like eight yards a catch as well. He's got three total touchdowns in two games against Philly. I think out of all the teams that he's played two or more times, his best splits are against Philly. So I got that working for me, whether or not it go- comes true or not. Yeah, 115 yards per game rushing against Philly. Yeah, he's done yeah, well with them. Why wouldn't you? You know what, though, at the end of the day, you got to make your choice. Either you're a Philadelphia, you're going with Philadelphia, obviously. If you think Philly's going to blow them out, then you're going to have to have some giants in there. I think Eli Manning is a sneaky play, too, because this could be his last start in the NFL. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. He has two Super Bowl rings and two MVPs, and he's the only one. He's beaten Tom Brady both times. Eli, dude, come on, feel Eli. I'm. I, he was one of my favorite quarterbacks when I was growing up, or not growing up, I guess high school and college. Um, I was always an Old Miss fan. And uh, he's my boy from Ole Miss. But, yeah, I, I did take him in those Super Bowls against Tom Brady. He's He seems to be the guy that can finish off a game against Tom Brady when it matters most. I don't know. I'm a little bit nervous for tonight. Definitely nervous. I, I just need him to protect the ball. Well, that's one thing he's pretty good at. And, you know, it's not like you're putting uh, a guy who's never played a, or taken an NFL snap or started an NFL game. I mean, this is a guy who's done that who's been very humble about his benching and who has his last chance, really. And his, the, this is a big rivalry for these two teams. So, you know, you could look at it that way. The point spread is nine and a half. Now, too much, It's right? way too much. Yeah, too much. I don't know when the last time the Eagles blew anybody out. They turn the ball over too much, don't they? Yeah, yeah, no, I, I was, I'm glad you said that because I was on New York all week and I just, you know, obviously was waiting for Eli Manning to be named the starter. And now that he has, I got a little, I don't, I don't know if I like it more or less that Manning's playing in regards to Daniel Jones, but yeah, nine and a half, I think that's just way too many points. I'm going to go with you. This is a kind of a rivalry game too, isn't it? Yeah, it Philly is. Philly really. and New York. Yeah. So I, I think they should keep it close. I don't see this game being played with a very high pace, but we'll see. There's a, there's a lot of guys I do like in regards to the showdown slate. It's just there, there's so many people in play today. It's, it seems like you got to make a lot of lineups. Well, yeah, you do. I would think so. But um, if you're going with a single bullet, and we'll just kind of work off that today, then if you're looking at your MVP, it, it has to be one of maybe three. You're looking at Saquon Barkley. You're looking at Carson Wentz, and this is at FanTool, or perhaps even Alshon Jeffrey. I think those are the three players who have the best chance, and maybe Zach Ertz too. Did I say Zach Ertz already? You did not, but no. Okay, so he, I He's have a four. given. Yeah, he's yeah. a given. So if you're going to go with Philly, you're going to go with Carson Wentz, Alshon Jeffrey, or Carson Wentz, Zach Ertz, or maybe a Miles Sanders, um, you could perhaps go with uh, the kicker, Jake Elliott, maybe, or or you know what you could do. This is an interesting call too. You could probably sneak in the Arcega Whiteside, Arcega Whiteside, into this thing. He's getting some action lately. If Al- Aguilar is out, he's for sure in play. 
Mm-hmm. I have Arcega Whiteside as one of my one-off MVPs, just because if you're going to load your lineup on DraftKings with studs, it, it does help to pay down at that MVP spot, but you need guaranteed production. So I'm only going to use Arcega Whiteside if Aguilar's out. He didn't practice all week, and I don't think Jordan Howard is cleared for contact yet. So if I were to guess, I would say Aguilar is out tonight and Jordan Howard's out tonight. We'll know more in a bit. But if Aguilar is out, I do like Arcega Whiteside a great deal here. Yeah, why wouldn't you? He's going to get some action probably. Um, I I still like the Giants' defense somehow. For some reason, they're stuck in my head now. I guess I'm in a New York state of mind today. <laughs> You're going to be one of the one of the five percent of the field that has them in their lineup today. So it is going to be a very contrarian play. I don't know if it's a I don't know if it's the right one, but it's with these showdown slates, the right play usually never works out. No, it usually doesn't. It does it, and that's the fun part about these showdown slates. Who who is your MVP? If you're you're playing a one single bullet lineup, who are you going to put in your MVP? Who who which hill are you going to die on tonight? Yeah, I'm between right now. It looks like I'm going to go. I have three guys, so this is kind of a coward answer. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yes for one, but I'm going to have Carson Wentz. A lot of my MVP lineups, I'll probably play 10 to 15 lineups today. I'd say he's going to be the MVP in seven or eight of them Mm -hmm. because you could pass all over New York. I've been playing their quarterbacks in DFS against New York for the last, you know, all season long for the most part. Trubisky killed them. Everybody can do it. So I like Wentz a great deal. He's at home. The one guy I I will not have in my MVP, this is going to be my weird stance tonight. I'm not going to play Elshon Jeffrey in the MVP slot. Because, I, I, you know, I, I like to watch a lot of film and everything and really break down corners to the best of my ability. Right. And he's going to see a lot of Janoris Jenkins, who is not good by any means, but Janoris Jenkins can really body up with the big guys. It's those fast burners on the outside that he really struggles with, and right. Alshon Jeffrey is not that. He could body up with Jeffrey. Jeffrey's not going to burn anybody down the field. So I this is where I like Arcega Whiteside a lot, and potentially Greg Ward, I guess, would be one of my sleepers as well if Aguilar's out, but I'm not going to play Alshon Jeffrey in the MVP spot, and I I bet you he's probably the second or third most owned guy in the MVP spot, so that's kind of going to be my differentiation, I guess, is I'm not going to eat that Alshon Jeffrey MVP chalk, if you will. Right. So it's going to be Carson Wentz, Zach Ertz, and then either Golden Tate or Sterling Shepard I will have in the MVP. I don't, and then Saquon, I don't know if I'm going to be able to put him in there. I'm not sure. I probably will. I think a lot of people are down on him, but looking after those splits on what he does with Philly, and that was with Eli in both of those games. So I do like him. I'm just not sure. There's like four guys, I guess, so a coward answer. (laughs) But that is my answer, I guess, is I will not use Alshon in the MVP spot. I'll mix around Wentz. Ertz, Miles Sanders, and then maybe Saquon, but then Golden Tater Shepard. I'm going to decide on one of them today for my MVP. No Darius Slayton love today? Uh, I'll play him, but I'm not going to put him in the MVP. It's just uh, everybody likes him. It's just Eli's in there now. It seems like Slayton was Daniel Jones's boy. Right. So I don't know. I know that Sterling Shepard and Eli had great, great um, chemistry when when Eli was playing. He would pepper Shepard with targets. That was before Golden Tate was there, though. So I don't know. I think I like Golden Tate more, assuming that he gets the majority of the of the slot snaps against Avante Maddox on Philly. I think that dude is brutal in coverage, and Tate is such a good route runner. He catches everything. I would assume that the veteran Eli leans on the veteran Golden Tate here. So I'm leaning Golden Tate, but I'm definitely going to have – 
a lot of New York pass catchers in my builds. Yeah, I think that's a good idea because you're going to you can bet this is when they benched Eli Manning, they really didn't want to, but they had to. Mhm. And they're going to let him air it out today. They're going to give him a chance to shine one more time because that's what they've been doing there for years. Let's face it, he hasn't exactly been the Hall of Fame quarterback the last couple of seasons, but they're going to let him shine. And I think I may end up putting Eli Manning at DraftKings in my MVP. I like it. I don't like him very much. I don't know what he can do, but if there's a, a matchup to get right, I think it's this one. Phillies, I mean, they looked awful last week. Yes, they do. So, I don't know. I, I like it. You could pick on every one of these corners, and I think Eli's smart enough to know where there's going to be matchup mismatches all over the field. So, I, I, I do like him. I think he'll be productive, to say the least, tonight. I just need him to protect the ball. He doesn't. He's not going to scramble or, or avoid sacks or anything like that. So he needs to get out of. He needs to get the ball out of his hands quickly, and that's where I think Golden Tate and potentially Sterling Shepard come into play here. That's a good call. Now, Miles Sanders. Do you do you like Miles Sanders? Not as an MVP, maybe, but is he part of your flex build? Yeah, for sure. If Jordan Howard's out, you just got to take the guys that are guaranteed production, and that's right. going to be a lot of Miles Sanders today. And what about Jordan Howard? He uh, if, he hasn't practiced much. Um, I don't know how they how they would even do this. I think if and I've coached for a long time, not football, but I, I guess I would probably go with my hot hand. I mean, I would go with Sanders. Yeah, and the last I heard too is that Jordan Howard wasn't cleared for contact. Well, if he's not cleared for contact, then he's probably not going to play. Yeah, that would, was on that was on Friday, and I didn't look anything up yesterday because obviously I was all about the Sunday slate. But right, I will get course. into that after this podcast and kind of figure that out. But I don't I don't see him playing tonight if he hasn't been cleared for contact on Friday. Nothing's just going to change overnight and be like, all right, you can go take hits from professional linebackers and linemen out there. Go ahead. Okay, here we go. I'm gonna I'm gonna come up with some analysis here for you. Let's do I it. I didn't actually come up with this. Someone else did. Uh, this is from RotoWire, and I'll just read the blurb. While Howard did practice on a limited basis Saturday, Zach Berman of The Athletic reported the 25-year-old still has not been cleared for contact, which would make playing in Monday's contest a long shot. Yeah, he's out. He's out. So, Miles Sanders, fire him up, kids. He He's going to have a nice game, too. But for me, though, dude, I think what I may do is go all the way contrarian here. And, and play and because you have to be weird to win this okay maybe I'm a little weird but I'm a lot weird when it comes to this crap I'm going with I will go with Eli Manning I will go with Saquon Barkley and I will go with Golden Tate or maybe Sterling Sharp maybe all four of them and play the defense and then play one off Eagles play or whatever money I have left what do you think of that idea I like that a lot. I think that's kind of how I'm leaning. I'm going to have a lot of Giants and these pass catchers. And then if I'm going to go one Eagle guy, it's I would hope it's just Sanders. That's probably who I'll play because I know he's going to be getting the ball. He's going to get a touch on every single drive at least, right? So that's you a guaranteed production we're looking for. Yeah, let's hope so. Well, you know, there's another story out there about Dallas Godare. Now, he, he might see some action. They may go to a double tight end. Does he interest you today? 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I love Dallas Goddard. I think Goddard. Okay, I call him Godard. I, I, I trying to make him French. I like that. No, he's. I could see that he, if he gets a nice little mustache and maybe one of those Virginia Slim cigarettes that people in France are always in France are always smoking. I don't know. I've never been there. That's just a stereotype that I have. So right. if you're French, I'm sorry if you if you <laughs> don't smoke those foot long cigarettes like Corella Deville, but. <laughs> Goddard's been so he's been so active in the passing game. I know Ertz is a little bit banged up. The last three games for Dallas Goddard, seven targets, eight targets, six targets. He gets red zone looks. He always gets you know four or more catches. So I think at forty eight hundred on DraftKings, he is for sure in play. Yeah, yeah, but he's not in play for me. Um, I I don't want him on my team because you know the whole cigarette thing. But uh, <laughs> but. But, but, but really, he has been. But see, my money says that Zach Ertz is going to see a lot of action tonight. Um, you have to remember the Giants aren't that good of a defense. You're going to see some action. And if yeah. you're going to play the Eagles, you, you, Zach Ertz is your guy, but he's expensive, like always. The, the other one that I'm thinking about, if I'm going to play an Eagle tonight, I am going to go with perhaps... Whiteside, I think I might end up with him. But who was the other one I had here? Oh, you know what? I know who I had. I'm going to go with their kicker at FanDuel. Definitely. I will go with Jake Elliott tonight and see what happens. Because, you know, these are division games, and, and kickers win games in those in division games. This could be a sneaky play also. I'm trying to I be like completely yeah. sneaky, but I'm also talking about it on a freaking podcast. So how sneaky yeah. can I be? <laughs> well, just our guys will listen to it, hopefully. And I think some others will, too, but I don't think she's going to give a crap about that. <laughs> she wants me to but, win that Mac. Well, Jake Elliott's cheap, too, so not only is he going to be low-owned, he's also salary relief. So that that's very important in these builds, especially if you put Carson Wentz or Saquon in your MVP on DraftKings. I think Elliott makes perfect sense, especially with these teams. We weren't very high on either of them. This game could definitely be sloppy, right? Like the New York Giants aren't just going to score every time they're in the red zone. They're going to have some issues. Philly has plenty of issues they've had all season. So this could become um, a field goal kicking blowout, I guess. Not a blowout, but a, a blowup game for these kickers. If they get 10 to 12 points, that's very useful in a showdown slate. That's very useful. Um, yeah, it's better than getting a zero by taking one of these guys that won't even see the field. Because I've seen people do that, too, you know? Yeah, get a little too cute with it. Way too cute. I mean, some of these guys won't see. Like, I like our Seagull wide side, but how much is he going to get, really? If everyone's healthy, he's not going to see much. Um, But you got to take chances, I guess. Is there anyone else that you can think of, maybe, that is off the radar that could probably maybe help someone win a GPP tonight? I think if you need salary relief, Greg Ward on DraftKings is only 200 bucks. I think he will play the slot often if Aguilar is out, and it sounds like Aguilar is probably out. Again, I don't think it's a great play. He's only 200 bucks, though, so you really don't need a whole lot from him. But I think this probably benefits Zach Ertz if Aguilar's out. I think Ertz will go play the slot more, and he's going to tear up these these New York corners. And then Goddard would stay on the line and play tight end to block a little bit more. But if for some reason that doesn't happen, I think Greg Ward should get a little bit of a boost up here. I like our Sega wide side a little bit, but there's just so many mouths to feed with Philly. If it's Ertz, Goddard, Elshon, our Sega wide side, Sanders, like that's just too many guys to play. 
So I don't know. You kind of got to take a stance there, play a bunch of lineups and mix and match, and maybe get one lineup with Greg Ward, maybe two or three lineups with our Sega Whiteside, and then just focus on those tight ends for Philly. Um, Caden Smith on the Giants. They don't have Ellison today. They don't have Ingram either. So Caden uh, Smith has been a stud the last three weeks. Or the last two weeks, sorry. Eight targets right. last week. He had six catches, 70 yards. And then the week before that, I believe it was against the Bears. Six targets, five catches, and a touchdown. Only 17 yards. So I don't know. I guess Caden Smith's a solid punt. Philly's pretty stingy against tight ends. And they have a solid pass rush. So I don't know how active Caden Smith is going to be in the passing game. But he offers salary relief. But for the most part, my whole take tonight is I'm not playing Elshon Jeffrey in the MVP slot. I'm going to trust Janoris to slow him down a little bit. Going to have a ton of Miles Sanders, ton of these New York giant wide receivers, mainly Golden Tate and Shepard, some Slayton, and then a lot of Zach Ertz or Goddard and Carson Wentz. And then the kickers. I think I'm going to go with the kicker. You you sold me on Jake Elliott. I'll probably use him as well. I've done a good job selling things in this show, and most of the time it comes out right. So I appreciate your – so your your uh, confidence in my picks, Caden Smith is someone I'm really interested in. You know he's had, but here here's the fun part: he's had 14 targets over the last two games, and he's caught 11 of them, and he's averaging about 10 FanDuel points a game over the last two. You get you you get him to catch six balls or five balls tonight, and you're going to win a GPP because he's going to go under the radar too. Mm-hmm. But again, if he doesn't catch five or six balls, you just basically threw your money down the trash. But it is what it is, right? That This is what happens on these showdown slates, and this is why they're so tough. This is why guys like uh, David Jones win, because he plays 100 lineups and he wins. Yep, he go. He has a game script or two, and he builds lineups around those two. And that's, you know, if he gets his game script right, he's going to have a big night. Yes, and my game script would be, you're going to see plenty of throwing tonight for sure. I don't think these running backs are going to see as much as we think. I think Eli, this is going to be one of those old-fashioned, I'm going to take the snap and throw the freaking thing downfield and get a touchdown. That's what, If I'm Eli Manning, that's what I do. I'm yeah. looking to light them up. That's what I'm looking to do. And he has the experience to do so. And if you're Carson Wentz, you're going to expect, if you're behind Carson Wentz, you're going to have to expect a couple of turnovers tonight because that's what they've been doing a lot. And you don't fix that overnight. And you also got to remember that the Eagles' secondary is kind of shaky, and I don't like them so much. So I'm all in on the Giants today, but I think including taking them in and taking the 9.5 points, by the way. Yes, sir. Actually, now that I look at it, I do like Arcega Whiteside a lot. I think I'll have him more than two to three lines if Aguilar's out because I think he is going to get lined up with DeAndre Baker the most, and that is the matchup to exploit people. And that is the matchup to exploit. And that's why you come to listen to this show because we, we kind of break this down for you real nice. That's why you come to win daily sports. You know, I, I didn't realize how good this staff was until I became the content director. And these guys are fantastic. They put a lot of work into it. I know sometimes people say, well, why aren't they up? They're posting up sooner. Well, because they're trying to get you the best gig possible. Because your $20 a month matters to us. And and you placing your faith in us to give us money every month to provide you with content, it's it's extreme honor. And we take it seriously at Win Daily Sports. I tell you, we take this podcast seriously, don't we, Nick? 
Absolutely. Yeah, that's the one thing I would always stress is just make sure you're you're checking out all the article updates because I know me personally, the cash game article, I, I usually have it up by Tuesday and that's incredibly early in the week. So yes. obviously a ton changes, you know, especially this week with Bilal Powell being named the starter on like, I guess, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Right. So he, I had to add him in there Sunday morning and stuff like that. So it's just something, don't just read it on Tuesday and, and assume it's the gospel. Make sure you look this over because I, I do actively update this article as I, I learn more or find a matchup I like more or there's injury news, obviously, this time of the season. So many guys are getting injured, and you got to switch up what you're doing quite often. So that's the one thing I'd stress. Just make sure you're always updating the articles or get in Discord with us and just see if anything's changed because if an article posted on Wednesday, there's a great chance a lot changed in that writer's mindset come Sunday morning. That's true. You know, the, the other thing that we have, is we have NBA projections and we have NFL projections for both DraftKings and FanDuel. I know Gus, he works really hard at that. You can Yeah, find... he's he's killing it too. Shout out to him. Yeah, big shout out to him. He's killing it. Everyone's killing it at Win Daily. Why aren't you? It's because you haven't subscribed yet. And I suggest that you do twenty dollars a month. That's it. You know, if you followed even this this podcast, this Monday podcast that Nick and I do, you would have paid for that in spades, like for a whole year's worth. Because I think been, you. I think you've hit every single, maybe all but one. We've probably been doing this podcast for what do you say about seven weeks now? Yeah, seven or and eight I th- weeks. I think you're six of seven on the Monday Night Football against the spread picks. So that that alone, you probably paid for the whole year. I uh, yeah, I, I've been known to get hot at times. Um, I and somebody I asked like me it. the other day why you're not doing your Sunday picks anymore. It's because I'm the content director now, and I have so much going on. That yeah, I don't always have time to do it. <laughs> What's that? We bogged it down. Well, whatever, but I, I still get stuff up there when it when it needs to. And and I'll probably do one this week because I'm a little slower at work, so I could probably get sneak one in. But there's a lot of good great handicappers, great DFS players ready to help you on Discord, um, Twitter. Uh we have a Facebook page. We have it all. Uh, for Nick Brettwish. I'm Phil Nason. Thanks for listening to the Wind Daily Podcast.